Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number four. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. All right, automotive enthusiasts, I am very excited to introduce my very special guest today, Kenji Yoshino. Kenji-san, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, yeah. All right. It's great to have you here. Kenji is a native Japanese, and at the age of 19, he walked into a Citroen dealership with about $2,000 in his pocket and asked what might be available in his price range. And in the far back corner of that lot was an old red CX Citroen, and it was love at first sight for Kenji. In 2002, he and his wife, Marion, acquired FPS. French Parts Service, a company that was founded in 1986 by Ben Morris. And today, after 28 years, FPS continues to provide Citron collectors with a complete inventory of parts for the 2CV via their website at fpswest.com. So, Kenji, I've told our listeners a little bit about you. So take a moment and share a little more about you, about your business, and your interests and your passion for automobiles. Okay. Well, I can start from my uh, Citroen uh, history. Like uh, you already read my uh, little brief, uh, age 19, I have a couple thousand dollars in pocket. And then I went to dealership, but uh, I don't want to drive any car that I can see around me. So if you stop, let's say if you stop in the red light, I don't want to see the same car right front of me or right next to you or behind me. So I'm very special car. You wanted something very unique. Very unique, absolutely. And they went to uh, Toyota dealer, nah. Volkswagen dealer, nah. So I went to European car dealer. It's a used car dealer show. And then he said, what about um, BMW? Yeah, it's okay. Uh, but I said, then it's some more different, uh, unique kind of, uh, you know, uh, outlook. What about uh, Alfa Romeo? That's pretty cool. It's getting there, getting there. Well, I need something really, really different. Okay, then he uh, brought me to his backyard. The piles of piles of junk cars and <laughs> the Citroen. The big red, kind of like uh, 60s, 70s looking um, uh, Starship. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a bit, you know, Citroen CX. So I would just fell in love with it. And then uh, here I am. I'm just driving a Citroen since then. And now I'm setting a passport Citroën. Yeah, so that is an amazing thing for me. So you figured out a way, you found your passion in Citroën cars, and you figured out a way to create a lifestyle around selling parts to other enthusiasts. So that's exactly what Cars Yeah is all about. Yes. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts, which you are one of those. Uh-huh. That's awesome. We like to start the show with a inspirational quote. What yeah. we're going to do is, before we drive into your journey, is start with a success quote. A mantra, or even a person perhaps that was instrumental in forming a passion for your cars. This is a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here at Cars Yeah. So, Kenji, take the wheel. My success quote is here we go. Uh, I'm driving 2CB, Citroën 2CB. 2CB is not just a car, it is way of life. Ah, okay. So, your passion for Citroën is definitely a way of life. Exactly. We could say that your, your success quote or your mantra is driving what you love is a way of life. Yes. Right. And you've taken that many steps further because your whole life is Citroën. 
Everything right. around it is citron. Uh-huh. Well, that's great. I like that. So how do you incorporate, and this is a silly question now that I think about it, how do you incorporate this into your life, your passion for cars, and your business? We'd love to hear about your journey and share a little bit more about selling Citron parts to your customers. Okay. Well, I started the uh, Citroen hobby in Japan. 1997, I'm sorry, 19, yeah, 1997. And then uh, uh, I met my wife who was teaching English. She's American. And then she was teaching English. and met somehow. Uh, then we married. Then we decided to come over here in Seattle. Then at that time, I thought, oh, my Citroen hobby is done. It's gone. Because I know, I knew that the Citroen dealer is not here anymore. Uh, 1975, a uh, U.S. Citroen dealer was just uh, turned on, out of business, went back to France. Mm-hmm. Says no uh, Citroen dealer. That means I have my uh, my Citroen hobby is over. However, we found I found uh, uh, old Citroen still around here. So um, well, that's that's a great thing. So I um, just looking 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 and finally found the one DS they call Citroen DS. The big uh, hydraulic suspension four door cars, and then I started driving it, and then buying parts from uh, uh, this company who used uh, the guy who used to own this uh, parts dealership, the FPS. Was that Ben? Ben Morse, yes. Okay. So I was one of his customers, and ah. then uh, somehow we became a really good friend. Uh, we invite him to our house. He invite. Uh, us, our, his house, and then we, we kind of, you know, um, have a close relationship. The one day, hey, Kenji and Mary, would you like to buy a parts for this? That's my, you know, I was really surprised. But at that time, uh, I was, you know, a uh, you know, different main job. I don't have a time, probably. Uh, maybe you can just uh, buy, start buying some parts for um, stock and then uh, own part of uh, uh, FPS uh, ownership and then uh, uh, and this, by the time uh, passed by a couple of years I was laid off and then uh, finally well I can probably jump in a full uh, time uh, job for FPS then here I am I'm just uh, uh, start setting apart well you know it's so many times people in their life when they know there's something they might want to do and there's a path they want to go down, but they need that kind of nudge or that push. And lots of times it's, uh, oh, you know, a job loss or a job change or a career change or a family change or something. So it sounds like with you, you got that nudge that you needed to, to go full-hearted and start your own business and take over the, the rest, the other half of the side of the business and start selling parts. And that was some time ago. You've been doing that ever since. Yeah. So that's tremendous. Can you share with us, was there one point in your life where you knew you were a diehard car guy? That pivotal moment when either somebody or something struck you and you went, you know what, I really love cars. Yeah, I think that was already kind of developed um, in Japan way before I came over here. The Citroen CX that I bought the first car in my life, that was a tough car. That was, I mean, a tough car to work with. Uh, age 19, 20, um, no mechanical background at all. And then uh, not even uh, the shop PM manuals available. So I got some uh, French text uh, shop manual from somewhere. I don't remember where from, but uh, I thought, oh, good, I got the, at least I got the repair manual. But I came in by mail, there was French text. 
Oh, oh my god! <laughs> what you do with this? Chocolate the, blue. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Oh my god! So what? What should I do? And then leave there for two weeks. The car stopped, uh, stuck with somewhere. I couldn't move anything. Okay. Well. I can just talk with it. So I just get the French Japanese dictionary and a big thick of uh, repair manual, looking by looking by looking. And then oh my gosh, you were translating oh, exactly. French to Japanese from a manual trying to fix this French car in Japan with no parts access. Oh my goodness, yes. you're a brave man. That was a really tough time. However, time goes by months or two. I kind of understand what that each word is. So, you know, my uh, uh, repair manual is completed, you know, red mark everywhere and my handwriting everywhere. And sooner or later, I just got the uh, uh, idea how to work this car. Mm-hmm. So that time, oh, this is it. So nobody distract me at all. I can drive this French car forever. Yeah. Well, were you, when you were small, uh, younger than that? Because that was 19 when you got that car. Was there a point before that time that, that you really fell in love with cars? Or was that really the pivotal moment when you saw uh, that well, Citroen? Yes. Um, you know, the cars always, um, you know, pop, uh, popular thing for boys in Japan, of course. Uh, younger age and, uh, you know, teenager. But uh, um, before that, I don't really into car and uh, my life into it because uh, I was doing some, uh, you know, uh, my passion is sports. I'm just doing sports, sports, sports every day. So uh, it's not always just focus on car. But uh, uh, age 19, I bought this car because of this car. Yes, my 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 interest is completely changed, 180 degrees. So uh, you got the Citron bug, it bit you hard, and right. you never looked back. Right. Great. This next part, we like to kind of get under the hood, Kenji, and take a, a journey back down roads that maybe were a challenge for you, really kind of get your hands dirty, and talk about a huge challenge that you faced in your past. Could be a personal challenge or a business challenge, but the listeners like to hear about that, about failures like that or challenges, and what you did to really push past that point and how you overcame that situation? Okay, well, uh, having small business, uh, auto-related, car part-related businesses, uh, it's it's challenging every day, of course, but the biggest challenging uh, moment came in 2007. After a few years later, I took over this business. I'm doing this business business out of my house. Because of the cost and everything, I have to kind of get low-flying um, budgeted business out of my, uh, you know, uh, small business. So um, my house is floorboard parts basement, and then uh, garage also my laboratory, testing new parts and stuff. Everything. Your laboratory, okay? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So once you know, whenever you got the new parts, I have to kind of test. Mm-hmm. So I tested one of a uh, uh, backup light for Citroen 2CV. And then I have to, unfortunately, I have to weld it because the, the rear bumper doesn't receive the bolts, securing bolts. Mm-hmm. So I was doing some welding. Then somehow um, the weld, welder didn't work very well and then uh, cut the uh, fume of a gas tank. And then our house and the garage cut fire. So, oh, my gosh. So, uh, you know, the frame just into uh, leads to the... Uh, um, gas tank and of course you know big explodes and then nothing i can do but i feel like i have to do something then i got struggling you know you know fire extinguisher put the water but it didn't work out then uh, uh we lost garage and also our house 
Oh my gosh, was your family in the house yes, at the time? The, yeah, I mean, luckily nobody got hot. So my mm-hmm. neighbor just called 911 right away, and then uh, uh, you know, the fire truck came, and then uh, uh, you know, for an hour later, uh, the, the fire was settled. Everything's fine, but uh, uh, smoke damage, water damage, that's good enough to you know, destroy most of everything. So you you not only lost your business and all your inventory, but you lost your home at the same yes. time. Yes. So oh my gosh, that must have been devastating. Yes. And that was really devastating. And I suspect, did you lose the cars, your your dream cars yes. that you had? Yes, I oh. one nice uh, Citroen DS. We um, I just finished restoration. Oh no! Then uh, you know. I had a three cars, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's cost a lot. So I decided to take insurance off out of Citroen DS that we just finished the restoration because I know we're not going to drive for a while. So we, and then, then uh, uh, the car was, of course, gone. Oh. Two other small Citroen 2 CVs gone. Yes, I lost... Uh, everything, virtually everything. And, oh, my gosh, that, well, that's a... A great segue into how, how did you overcome that? Because so many people would just go, I'm done. I'm just going to go yeah. get a job somewhere else and, and was, rebuild yes, my house. And absolutely. How, What did you have to pull up from within to, to get over that? How did you do that? How, who helped you with that? Yes. I was very um, depressed, of course. And, uh, you know, what to do is this. And, you know, um, the parts are gone. Well, actually, you know what? Um, uh, most of the parts... Inventory was saved because uh, uh, the storage room in the basement that's the opposite side of the garage. Mm-hmm. So uh, nicely saved, and then a few parts of uh, damage, but uh, I would say eighty percent of the parts are okay. Wow! Oh, so they were down kind of underground. The fire burns yes, up. Exactly. So while it took out your your garage, your your prized cars, and your home, some of the parts were saved. So there was a little bit of Right. To be salvaged and there. then the good thing about uh, is um, my Citroen uh, crowd member just came next day morning with a U-Haul truck. They moved the whole entire uh, uh, inventory parts to somewhere safe. Oh, what a nice thing for it them to do. It is really yeah key fact uh, saver because the firefighter said, okay, so what happened to um, uh, your inventory? Well, the, my friends came and took everything out. That's a great thing. Why is that? The carbon. That kills uh, metals, ah. oil, deteriorate whole entire uh, rubber parts, plastic mm-hmm. parts. So you gotta move as soon as possible. Oh, good. Well, so, that was fortuitous that you that you did that quickly, and you were so fortunate to have those friends to come and help. Yeah, they came and moved within eight hours, maybe nine hours at the most. Oh my goodness! One, well, I understand too. You you were injured. You got burned yes, fairly I got badly. Injured. I got a third degree burn, so I had. To, uh, I had to go to a Harborview uh, bond clinic, and then uh, I was in the hospitalized for maybe three, four days. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, what's a, a good lesson for car collectors out of that? Have lots of large fire extinguishers around? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So I have a big fire extinguisher in the garage right now we we rebuilt. But anyway, uh, after that, so we have to, you know, good. So 80% of the parts are still, uh, you know, saved. We can still keep going. We move to a temporary location and then uh, uh, let's move on and then uh, uh, announce, hey, 
Kenji Yoshino FPS, Kenji Marion still here uh, to take order and the ship out right away. And then people remember those. It's so amazing that the club member uh, just uh, spread the word all over North America to uh, uh, Citroen owners. They are really helped me. Okay, well, let's, you know, let's get together. I, I don't know you. However, I uh, feel like, uh, uh, you know, we're kind of mo- same family. And then I want you to keep going your business. And then I want to order it. And then I, at that time, I got many, many, many new customers. Well, that's a, a great lesson that having a strong network of friends and customers uh, is so valuable for anybody in business because when you run into trouble, they can rally and help you out and come to your rescue. And we know that car groups and car clubs are so loyal to each other. Car people love car people and they help. So that's a really, really great story that they came to your rescue and helped you out. And in essence, you kind of rose out of the ashes like a phoenix and came back and survived when I'm sure that day and those weeks afterwards, you probably just were devastated yes. and wondered how were we going to come back. That's so, right. And wow. The, uh, the club member just came to my, my house and took a couple pictures and posted the uh, club website. Mm-hmm. So that story was just a spread with no no time. So I got finally over my famous that's a tough way to get famous uh, let's not do that again okay let's <laughs> no, no. let's find a better social a social networking way to become yeah. famous so kenji let's shift gears a little bit and go share a story when you had what i like to call an aha moment yeah. in your business um where you realize wow this this is something viable i could actually make a living at this and um how did that happen? Was there a specific time or moment that that happened? Yes, about a couple, maybe six months later after uh, after the fire, and then uh, we kind of start uh, getting all those uh, operation back to normal, and then uh, uh, helping a couple uh, people that 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 Citroen really want to move. Uh, right back on the street and then uh, trying and the, those customers really trying to uh, you know repair it, but somehow couldn't repair we uh, I called around uh, our network who's the best mechanic and stuff and then the giving all those information and finally those two cars are uh, repaired and then the owner is just happily driving new car I mean this car so at that time wow this is so powerful. The connection somehow I'm gonna have a, with customer and me, and then uh, I give it to other a network. Those people are helping each other, and then uh, uh, save the couple of dead two CVs. So this is <laughs> wow! I got it. So yeah. So uh, at that time, yes, uh, definitely I get confidence to. Uh, you know, keep growing this business. So it really came down to the the network of people, the people that love these cars, that are excited about these cars. They really wanted to help you, and you realized that, and that you could come back, and and that you can make a living at this, and and carry forward, and right. everything was going to be okay eventually. So it's a real testament to the car culture. Yes. And that the car culture, people out there stick together, they help each other. And the importance of, of having those networks and those car clubs and organizations, because they really do come forward and help you out. I know, Kenji, uh, we, we talked about 
your first car and, and um, probably the interview at this point, I'd like to ask about your first car, what it was. We already talked about that. I, I assume the Citroen was your first car when you were 19. Is that right? Okay. Um, maybe aside from that amazing story you shared with us of getting the French manual and having to translate it to Japanese, are there any other good stories, great stories you can share with us about that car or maybe even some other Citrons because I've seen some of the Citrons you've had. They're, they're really unique cars. And if you if the listeners have never been in a Citron, go find a friend like Kenji and ask for a ride. Because when you get in that car, it's like driving in a cloud is the best way I can describe it. It's so cushy and soft and it's just, just amazing. But maybe you could share a couple fun stories you've had with Citrons in the past. Uh, let's see, not the first car, but the second car I got is uh, in U.S. The second Citroen I, I bought it in, in U.S., uh, they call uh, Citroen DS. DS is, uh, uh, right now it's alphabet D and S. Yes. However, in the French, DS means goddess. Oh, okay. This look like a you know, glamorous, kind of like a, you know, sexy body style, the huge, uh, beautiful lady to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I was driving this car, learning, you know, how to work in the car. It's not a perfectly good condition. And then uh, tire has always slow leak. I have to use, somehow I have to use up spare tire. Okay, I don't have any spare tire after this. Sure enough, I got another flat tire. Oh, no. <laughs> so what to do? But I know always, I always know the story. DS can drive with three wheels. No way. A yes. DS can drive on three wheels? Three wheels, yes. Because the front tread tire is really wide. And then rear uh, tire tread is so small. Just like it's almost three wheel anyway. Mm-hmm. So you can just discard one wheel on the rear. So, okay, I can try, I can try that. And then I uh, uh, a, uh, just moved the front tire was front. So I moved the rear good tire to the front. So two uh, nice tires in the front, and then one uh, uh, flat tire in the rear. Let's see how it goes. Yes, I could drive, no problem. Now that is a story that I'm not, I'll bet so many people do not know, that you can drive a Citroen DS on three tires and yes. keep keep one flat. That's, that's amazing. That's a really funny story. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, don't do that again, okay? I, yeah, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, emergency... <laughs> Situation, yes. Uh, uh, yes, definitely you can do this. It'll work. You know, like a 747 can fly on three engines. So, <laughs> and according to my neighbor, it can actually fly on one, but let's not try that, okay? <laughs> uh, seller's remorse, Kenji. Um, is there a car that you've had in the past that you sold and you really wish that you still had it? Well, let's see. Not really, actually. I'm uh, always looking for next car. Okay. Uh, yes, I, um, you know, if you. S- Think about, oh, I wish I had that car, but uh, it's not really completely kidding me at all. Uh, because, you know, car, you know, it's, it's a, you know, my passion is just in the driving, stay around the same, uh, the Citroen car, but uh, there's so many unique, beautiful cars in the world. So even I sold one car, couple cars, and then probably the next car will be even, you know, more exciting. Sure. So always looking forward, you sound, you remind me of that quote that Dr. Uh, Ferdinand Porsche answered when, or the, the, how he answered the question was, 
what's your favorite Porsche? And he always said the next one. Oh, yeah, so, I remember that. So, yeah, similar answer. So, well, that's good. Always looking for something new and different. So it's nice to not have to look in the rearview mirror, always looking out the front of the car yes. and never worry about looking back. Well, that's great. Are there any um, current projects you're working on right now, things within your business perhaps that really have you excited and fired up? Yes. Uh, well, this is a really uh, big time for my um, Citroen business. Um, every Father's Weekend, the Citroen Group in North America get together in one location, which is uh, uh, Saratoga Springs, New York. It's upstate New York, for three miles, I'm um, sorry, three, four hours drive from New York City up in north. A famous place for uh, horse races. We get together in uh, uh, Saratoga Springs. And they're showing off their own, uh, your own Citroen. So this is a big Citroen meet. So I'm, I'm uh, usually go there for the last 10 years or so and set up the tent booth, uh, setting apart. And then a the big moment is, hey, uh, nice to see you. I know the phone. Uh, I know your voice on the phone, but finally we meet, uh, meet each other. Oh, you get to meet your customers on yes. the East Coast that you yeah. have never seen. Now, you, you said, does this happen during Father's Day? Father's Day. Yes, Father's Day weekend. Every oh, great. Year. Okay. And do, it could be a nice Father's Day, uh, you know, <laughs> time for me too. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you ever take your family with you or is it usually yes, just you? my wife, Marion, is my partner. She is always uh, helping me for setting up a booth and stuff. And, oh, you know, great. People know Marion too. So, uh, yeah, that's a great time. Right. Yeah. Oh, good. So, so Saratoga um, Springs, did you Saratoga say? Saratoga Springs, New York. Wow. Yes. Okay. And that uh, will be around Father's Day. So this yes. this uh, podcast will come out before then. So anybody want to oh, get up there? Great. If anybody wants to go up there and see uh, a wonderful collection of Citrons, yes, that would please. be a really fun adventure to yes, do. Yes. If you have a chance, please come to a Citron meet in Saratoga Springs. Okay. Uh, Father's Day weekend. All right. Well, we'll, we'll do that. Kenji, uh, what's your favorite way to spend time with cars? Do you like wrenching on them? detailing them restoring them driving them do you do you have a favorite way to, to hang out with your cars well uh i'm always kind of lazy side uh not usually just uh, uh you know walking in the car and maintenance all the time and stuff uh the citrons to me right now so easy to work with and then uh, i can always uh fix i can always wait <laughs> something happens so, uh-huh. uh yes you know uh, at the same, but uh, you know, again, uh, you know, regular maintenance is important. Um, when I have a couple of different cars, that means I have some project always there. That is my favorite. Go to the garage, working on just a few cars at a time. Mm-hmm. Just leave it. If I, if I feel like I'm tired, just leave it and okay. come back to work and go back to the garage. So playing with your cars in the garage, working on them, restoring them, fixing right. them up, things like that. Mm-hmm. That's what you love to do. Yeah. Great. That sounds like fun. Kenji, this is one of my favorite parts of our discussion, and we're coming up on what I call the last lap. And this is where I fire off a series of questions, and I'm going to ask you to give me some quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received? That's a tough question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, whatever you have the car, you got to know the detail. Each part, each single, even like each single rivets, each single uh, nuts and bolts, uh, that's important for you to know about this car. So know everything about your vehicle. All right. Okay. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Connection. Uh, uh, staying connected with people. Staying connected with people. Um, that's what it is, and uh, um, 
that's a help. That's uh, the connection helped me when I was in a tough time, and then uh, now I'm uh, uh, helping. My customer for connection, giving connection network more than just the selling of parts. Mm-hmm. Communication. Oh. Great. Communication. That's super. Do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners? Maybe it's a website that you go to a lot, suppliers, restoration shops, or specific people? Yes, I do. Uh, there are several uh, Citroen uh, restoration places. Uh, should I give you the yeah, go ahead and let us know what those are. Um, one of the gentlemen, uh, actually, they're a couple, a uh, German couple, who live in uh, just 10 miles from my house. Uh, he does uh, restoration business. I do parts. He does cars, kind of re- relationship we have. Mm-hmm. So his website is www.2CVsRS, just just like a Toys R Us. Okay. 2CVs Two CVs us. Okay, well, and we'll make sure we post that on the show notes page so people can find that resource. Now, that's interesting. A German couple selling French parts 10 miles away from a Japanese yeah, couple selling yes. French parts. Huh? Yes, he's, he's selling a car. I do parts. Okay, okay. Cars and parts. Okay, well, that's pretty coincidental that you guys live so close together, yet you're, two, you're from the other sides of the world. Right. So that's great. Um, Kenji, is there a, a book that you would like to share with our listeners that you really enjoy? Yes, if you are interested in this uh, Citroen 2CV. Yeah, I'm right here. Um, the book uh, also name is um, John Reynolds. I think a British author wrote a Citroen 2CV. The title is just a, just about car. I mean, Citroen 2CV. Citroen 2CV by John Reynolds. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sure that our readers can find that at probably Amazon or yeah, Amazon.com or yeah. automotive book suppliers. Oh, absolutely, yes. Okay, great. Well, that's those are great, Kenji. Now we're coming up on the uh, the end of our interview, what I like to call the checkered flag. And this question is always a little challenging for some people, maybe not for you. To quote a great automotive mark, it's a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, something that you couldn't sell to buy other cars with, what would it be and why? One model, right? Just model. One car, that's all you get. One, one model, one car, and you've got to keep it forever. Okay. And you, uh, but what would that car be? Um, I don't have it right now, but I want to keep 1968 Citroen Diane 6. Okay, that's because, probably, I was going to, yes. excuse me, that's probably, probably one of the most unique answers that we're going to hear on the show. So tell me why you love that car. Yes. Well, Citroen is big passion, and then uh, 2CV is uh, um, one of the models of Citroen, but 2CV is such a, you know, like I said uh, earlier of this show, um, the 2CV is not just a car, way of life. Really uh, grab my, you know, my heart and then uh, just to fall in love with it because 2CV is just only two-cylinder, air-cooled engine, 600cc motor, that's nothing there. If you open the engine hood, that's it. Yes, that's it. No air, uh, you know, the air conditioning, no um, supercharger, either turbocharger at all. It doesn't go fast. No. And it just, uh, you know, just like a normal engine. However, um, Citroen Diane is a family of 2CV. It's the same platform with different uh, body style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Citroen Diane was very fast 2CV family in my collection uh i lost uh at uh, uh fire 
Right. However, uh, there was, you know, they uh, that teach me, uh, taught me how to work in the two CB and how to uh, drive two CB and how to have a, you know, wonderful lay back, slow down kind of lifestyle. Great. So Good. That is that is uh, probably my my most favorite car. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, Kenji, you've taken us on a, a great ride today, and I've really enjoyed your stories. Arigato gozaimasu. Arigato gozaimasu. Here we for go. For sharing your journey with us today. Uh, please give us perhaps one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset, and also let our listeners know what's the best way they can get a hold of you and learn about your business. Yes. I have my own uh, website for my business. Uh, please log in to uh, www.2cvsource.com. 2cvsource.com. And we'll make sure we post that on our show notes page for our listeners so they can find it at carsyad.com. And any parting piece of advice for our listeners? Uh, well, drive car you love important. And then also, again, always go back to, you know, connection. Communi- uh, you know, connection is important. Uh, the behind the car people people behind the car it's so interesting so many story behind and then the, why this guy is like like this car so uh, yes look like a car you know car you know performance and looks and everything's fine but you know I want to know what kind of owner is driving this car so your parting wisdom would be get to know the people driving the cars right yes That's important. Absolutely. That's a great lesson. Well, Kenji, I want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and sharing your experiences with our listeners. And until we talk again, I hope you keep this shiny side up, and we'll see you down the road. Thanks. Thank you very much, Mark. Sayonara. Sayonara. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!